Welcome, sports fans, to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Ascension Providence, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Marineland Boating Center, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. It is Matt Mosley. Good to be with you as we roll right into another week and uh, happy Men's National Championship game day to you. Women uh, had their uh, championship last night, and, well, UConn went down. Aaron, you and I were talking about it. Pretty amazing. Gino Ariama, if he gets to that championship game, pretty much uh, never loses. I mean, he had never lost. Some kind of crazy, was it like 13-0 and 0 or whatever, however many championships they've won. It's just, it's crazy. I mean, like what they've done, but they got beat. Don Staley in South Carolina. And uh, Don, that, that, that SEC, Aaron, that is going to be something moving forward with Kim getting up to speed, just winning AP National Coach of the Year versus Don Staley. Now, that is some women's hoops rivalry that goes on there, and uh, th- those will be fun, fun games. SEC is a big enough conference where they don't always – they don't do the round-robin thing like they do uh, in the Big 12, but we'll see how that all works out. But they, they I, do, I do think um, South Carolina LSU would play at least once a year, and so we'll see uh, how that uh, happens in the future. Uh, we've got a lot to discuss today. We've got uh, – Last I saw, some of our people like to put friendly wagers down. Last I saw, it was uh, Jayhawks by four and a half tonight. The over-under looks to be around about 151. So if you want to get involved, you want to get some of that action on the uh, on this game, you know, I I have a hard time betting against... What UNC has done is pretty remarkable. I mean, not only did they they beat Coach K in the last game ever in Durham, you're like, well, they just were distracted. That was too much pressure. And then they line up, and they were the underdog in that game, and boom, they put it on them, and, they, and they, there's a great game. It lived up to its billing. They rarely do. But I, I thought that was a tremendous game in the annals of Duke and North Carolina. And Aaron, I feel I feel bad for that guy. I like that player. I think his name's Mark Williams. Is that right? Big uh, big dude. Great shot blocker. I like what he does around the rim. And he got to the got to the free throw line. He missed two huge free throws there. Duke was down by one and he misses both those free throws with about about a minute left. I think at the time was it forty-five seconds? I mean, it was it was getting to that point, and I I did feel bad a little bit. Don't usually feel bad for Duke, but I uh, brought this up in Sunday school yesterday. Aaron, I like the fact that uh, that the 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 one Duke player, the Duke 
the most of the Duke players, they went on in the tunnel. They they were just uh, they just could not even deal with it. They op- they were obviously very very upset, but they did not show up at the handshake line that happens after these things. And I did like seeing Duke uh, coach you know Coach K right there shaking and congratulating the uh, the UNC players, and then you saw him and his wife ride off into the sunset on the back of a golf cart. And Aaron, that was, uh, that was really something. We saw Coach K's wife kind of uh, giving high fives to all the Duke students there in the last minute and a half of the game. They brought her down to the court so she could be there with Mike, with Coach K after all of that. Boy, that was a lot of pop and circumstance. But the reason I brought up the handshake line Aaron, I don't know if you noticed this. There was one Duke player who showed up to congratulate the UNC players. And I'm going to I'm going to root for him from now on cuz I thought that was a great move on his part. Wendell Moore Jr. who can shoot the 3 a little bit, kind of a bigger guard. Uh I actually I guess he's a small forward is what you'd call Wendell Moore. He's 6667, I don't know, I'd have to look. But he's a uh, I, I like the guy. I already like the player, but the person, I thought that was very big of him. At their lowest moment, and, and they were very, very upset, one player for Duke jumped in that line and shook hands with the UNC players, and it was Wendell Moore Jr. Aaron, did you notice that, and were you uh, – Did you do you think that kind of is a uh, a pretty – I thought that was a graceful uh, thing of that young man to do in that moment. Yeah, that is. I mean, because I can't imagine how tough that is, you know, to have your season in. But um, I understand both sides of it. But, yeah, that's that's really classy of him to stay on the court and do the handshake line after a tough loss in the, in the Final Four and National Semifinal. Stay classy, Duke. Stay classy. Now, I think that uh, – it must bode well for Duke fans, Aaron, that with John Shire getting ready to take over, that a guy like Hubert has been able to do have. I mean, had a very tough season earlier, and now he's playing for a national title tonight. That's amazing. There was all sorts of grumbling about Hubert and the way they were playing, and they hosted uh, the uh, Duke earlier in the season and got hammered. Blue Devils put it on them. And the way that thing has rallied, now they had some players that were out. They had uh, they Roach, I think, might have been out. He at least was not starting for a while. And, um, you know, the guy for Duke I'm talking about, but, boy, for UNC, R.J. Davis. And, unfortunately, Aaron, why do we know this UNC team so well? Well, the obvious reason is they took down our Bears. Now, what I'm kind of laughing about is all this, uh, you know, everybody now saying they're they're uh, rooting for the Big 12, rooting for uh, rooting for Kansas because they're in the Big 12. I'd like to know how many in our listening audience are actually truly rooting for Kansas because of the Big 12 affiliation. <laughs> I can tell you how I many think in the studio. What's that? I can tell you how many in the studio aren't. Oh, wow. Wow. Aaron is rooting for the Tar Heels. 
Now, Aaron, is that because of the cheating scandal or just kind of anti anti KU for you, or is it because UNC beat the Bears and you kind of want to see the team that knocked us out? Yes, it is us. <laughs> um, to some of us, the uh, would you? Uh, how do you? How do you? What is your reasoning? for either pulling for UNC or rooting against KU tonight? It's more rooting against KU, and it's the things you talked about. I'm not a big Kansas fan anyway, and then I would I would uh, recommend that people read up on the scandal involving Bill Self and assistant coaches. And not to open a whole can of worms, but it's an ugly, ugly episode where some assistants went to jail, and the head coaches not only didn't, but they most – most of them, actually, I think all of them kept their jobs. It's just, it's a, um, it's not a great chapter in college basketball history. Yeah, well, I, you know, actually, it was that, it was that uh, Adidas, um, you know, James Gatto. Yeah, he he went to jail for a little while, and then that Merrill Code Jr. Also, these are kind of like the in betweens. They try to send certain players to certain schools, and it has to do with these shoe companies, and this stuff goes way back. They've been doing this for years. NIL's changed up a little bit of how we view this, but as I uh, tweeted the other day, Aaron, I think you kind of like that tweet. I think I said that on air, perhaps, but uh, basically I said Bill Self kept cheating long enough and fighting the NCAA until cheating was legalized. <laughs> so now it's... I mean, Aaron, if you look at some of these other schools, they did it the wrong way. Like, why would you ever cooperate with the NCAA? Kansas did not cooperate. They fought the NCAA. They have this random IARP, which is the um, independent arbitrator that's been brought in on this case, and still nothing has happened. Nothing has happened on this case. And Kansas is able to play for a national title. Aaron, if it was a normal NCAA case and they would have tried to work with the NCAA, the NCAA would have put them on probation. Now, would they have put them on that tough of probation? Probably not. They, they tend to go harder after the, after the smaller schools than the bigger schools, and KU is a big-time basketball school, one of the biggest. In fact, one of a handful of the great blue-blood programs in the country. But you're right. I mean, they absolutely cheated, and they have lived to tell about it. Now, Aaron, I, the other thing we have to bring up today, and we'll get into some I, – I, we did want to talk about the scrimmage the other day that Baylor had and then some of the recruits who were there. We do know some people in our listening audience love all this recruiting information. Who was there? What Baylor targets were there? Were there some 2023 kids there? Were there some 2024 athletes that showed up? It's really crazy. Aaron, they're already now talking about 2025 kids, which is like when my daughter graduates from high school, that the people in her class will be part of that. It's really, really crazy when your kids are in class with these kids who now are getting recruited big time. You never thought it would happen, and then all of a sudden you wake up one day and you realize – like your daughter's classmates are already getting recruited. It's insane. All right, Aaron, we had some NFL news today. Uh, Aaron, can you reach for the breaking news sounder? 
All right. Uh, while Aaron is stepping into the newsroom, I'll go ahead and tell you. This involves the Eagles and the Saints. Now, you'll recall the uh, Saints were definitely in town. Eagles were, too, to see Baylor the other day. But the reason I thought about it is because I talked to the assistant GM for the Saints. He was in there watching the Bears practice and um, uh, talking about Jeff Ireland. And the Eagles and the Saints did a very interesting trade. All right. The Eagles, it doesn't involve any players. They just traded a lot of picks. Now you're going, okay, what, how do you, how do you, you know, how do you see kind of who won this trade? What I would say is this. I thought the Eagles got tremendous value in this trade. So basically they traded their 2000, excuse me, the Eagles, um, the, the Eagles traded their number 18 overall pick this year to, mo- to move up. Uh, it, it basically, the Saints get to the number 16 pick. Saints receive the number 16 pick. So basically, the, Saint, the Eagles move down in the draft to let the Saints move up. The Saints will now have the number nine the number 16 pick and the number 19 pick in this coming draft now that's great that's a i mean in the first round of this draft there's great offensive linemen there's great pass rushers there's really good receivers the saints will get the number 16 and number 19 picks they'll also get a six round pick all right number 194 you say well, what do the eagles get well listen to this the Eagles still have a number, the number 18 overall pick. They still have a first-round pick. They'll have a third-round pick, a seventh-round pick. But what they get is in 2023, they got in, they got a first-round pick and a second-round pick in addition to what they already have. So in 2023, they'll have two first-round picks, two second-round picks, Aaron, I got to tell you, as I studied this thing, and we can get more into this as the day unfolds, I thought the Eagles did pretty well. They basically just had to move down a little bit in this year's draft, and by doing so, they pick up an additional first-round pick and an additional second-round pick in 2020. Now, I misspoke on one thing. They do get an additional first-round pick in 2023. The second-round pick is actually actually in 2024. All right, but still, Aaron, I th- this looks to me the Eagles ended up getting tremendous value in this trade. Now Aaron, I sent this to you right as you and John were getting ready to go on. So I don't know exactly how much time we want John to think that you really really focus on his show. I mean, and I think actually you do. Uh, Aaron, have you had a chance to to kind of take a peek at this thing and see what you think of it? Yeah, I mean, I think you're right. I th- they get the extra second, and they get they're basically swapping two first round picks for two first round picks. But they get New Orleans first round pick next year, and they're betting. I think that New Orleans is not going to be great this year, which is probably a good bet. Well, New Orleans has done a deal. I'm just trying to think of what. 
New Orleans is this year. They have they, win- James Winston at quarterback yeah, again. Yeah, they're bringing in Winston. Yeah, yeah. Maybe they'll go get uh, Gabbard or somebody. Hmm. <laughs> you remember what, what's our buddy's name that just uh, left there? Bruce Arians said he really wanted to <laughs> – he, he kind of didn't really want Tom Brady to come back. He just wanted to see if he could win with Chase Gabbard. Is that right? That always sounds weird when I say that. Chase Gabbard, is that who that is? I wonder if that I wonder if that kid is uh Blaine Gabbard. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, I knew that sounded weird. The Chase I'm thinking about is that uh, that guy that's but made all that money Chase and he's never had to play. Yeah. Yeah, Chase Daniels who's who went to Mizzou mm-hmm. and has never really had to play. He's had like a ten year NFL career, made a ton of money. And he's barely had to play. You know, uh, my dad had an old college buddy whose son w- w- made a ton of money in the NFL. And he never really had to play. Just a little bit. Uh, and, and that player's name was Matt Flynn. Played at LSU. Went to the NFL. Aaron, how many games do you think Matt Flynn started in his NFL career? I bet he played seven, eight years in the NFL. I bet he started four to five games. And most of it came in that one year where somebody was hurt. Who would that have been? You remember because when they took, when they drafted Russell Wilson, they also saw it. They paid really good money. The year they drafted Russell Wilson, they paid really good money to Matt Flynn. But then Russell beat him out in camp and became their starter as a, was Russell Wilson a third round pick? Does that sound right to you? Second or third, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, some good stuff. Oh, gosh, we're late with – we're going to be late with uh, Longquist. He's going to be mad at us. Kevin Longquist, who was at that Baylor uh, scrimmage yesterday and can tell us all of Baylor's – the people they were recruiting, joins us next. Your weather report is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, the Nitsche Group Insurance Agency has offered Texans policies for their personal, commercial, and bonding insurance needs. Check them out at nitschegroup.com. With the Nitsche Group Insurance Agency, Texans can go to one company and get access to insurance coverage options from many carriers. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Cloudy skies with showers and thunderstorms likely this evening. Some of these may be strong with large hail and damaging winds. It does look like the showers and storms will start to taper off overnight. And by tomorrow morning, we'll drop to 58 degrees. And then becoming mostly sunny tomorrow, it's going to be a hot day with a high of 92. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Recently on Game Time from CBSSports.com, Jayhan Jayaraja. You know, obviously they did lose their head coach, Lincoln Riley. Uh, but it's more than anything else, I mean, they've got lost at so many key positions. They've lost their quarterback, their leading rusher, their leading tacklers. They're replacing a bunch of key guys at a lot of different positions. And then on top of that, they're going to be running a different defensive system, and they don't quite have the personnel to run it at this point. Game Time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Everything we do, we do for 
Save to Win at First Central Credit Union. Only $25 to start your Save to Win account. Win up to $5,000 in quarterly prizes. Save to Win must be activated January 1st through April 30th. First Central Save to Win account is the smartest way to save. Everything we do, we do for you. Speak with a member services rep for details. Go online at firstcentralcu.com. Subject to membership eligibility and application policies, member NCUA. John Morris here telling you all about my friends at Marineland Boating Center, home of Crest Pontoon Boats and Yamaha Outboards. They have boats in stock for immediate delivery. Enjoy days of fishing and family boating fun from Crest Pontoons, powered by Yamaha Outboard Motors. Only at Marineland Boating Center, I-35 at Loop 340 South, or on the web at MarinelandWacoYamaha.com. Baylor Sports Beat, weekdays at 7.55 a.m. and 5.25 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. ProStar Rental is the number one choice for all of your equipment rental needs. No matter the project, they got you covered. Plus, their friendly local staff is always available to answer your questions. They have a large selection of quality equipment available to rent for any project, big or small. And they have eight locations across Texas to serve you, including locations in Waco and Belton. Visit online at ProStarRental.com for more info. ProStar Rental. They make work easier. Have you been to Sam's Bar in Union Hall in downtown Waco yet? Serving originally inspired Texas-style craft drinks. Offering wine, beer, vodka, and fruit juice drinks. Be sure to try one of Sam's signature cocktails like the Hatchback, a Dallas Daisy, and even some Summer Lovin'. Happy hours every Monday through Friday from 3 to 6 with $2 off draft beer and cocktails, plus free chips and hot sauce. Sam's Bar Waco in Union Hall at 720 Franklin Avenue. And check them out online at samsbarwaco.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. South Carolina wins the women's NCAA championship 64-59 to over UConn. The men's championship is tonight. North Carolina and Kansas will tip off at 8:20 from New Orleans. Baylor baseball got the sweep over ETSU over the weekend. The Bears have a midweek matchup tomorrow at DBU. Baylor softball got swept by Oklahoma State over the weekend, and the Bears have a midweek matchup with Lamar at home on Wednesday night. Tiger Woods is a late decision to play in this week's Masters tournament. Dallas Mavericks beat the Bucks 118-112. Only two spring training games left for the Texas Rangers before opening day at Toronto on Friday. Today they have the Padres. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It is uh, Matt Mosley, Matt Mosley show. And uh, so pleased to be joined right now by the man we know is Kevin Longquist. Kevin is a, he's been known to show up on the Baylor campus and monitor recruits and in scrimmages and things like that. And uh, Kevin, there you were on Saturday uh, out at McLean stadium. And uh, it is uh, it's a really interesting uh, process to watch this spring, watching Baylor come back off of uh, uh, the conference champions. It's a, I would say, um, 
Uh, it, it's a completely different atmosphere. I'm not saying Dave Aranda has changed or anything like that because he hasn't. But, uh, Kevin, don't you sort of sense that there's just a just a completely different feeling around the program when you show up for these type events? Yeah, I would say so. It, and it's basically a 180 from last spring, uh, Matt, because remember, that was Dave's first spring because they didn't have one in 2020. And there were so many questions about what this thing was going to look like in 2021. They, they couldn't decide on their starting quarterback until fall camp. Uh, obviously, there were tremendous issues about the offensive line, even though you know Jacob Gall at the time was coming in in the summer and then Grant Miller was already on campus. There were still like, is this going to be enough to help this line be even somewhat credible? I think that's what people were pointing to is, could this offensive line be credible? And then it came down to, okay, they don't have anyone who can be really physical to run the football. We're going to try Abram Smith because he used to run the football. Hope this works. And then here we are fast forwarding a a year later, and it's coming off a top five ranking, Big 12 championships, school record 12 wins, Sugar Bowl victory over Ole Miss. Uh, Offensive line basically is returning. Uh, And the, the interesting thing for me, Matt, was the fact that when I asked Dave after Saturday's practice, if he still felt like they wanted to try and name their starting quarterback by the end of spring camp, and he was pretty adamant saying yes. And that tells me that, and he kind of gave himself a little bit of an out saying that, you know, if they don't, you know, they can live with it. But I think given where they feel like this team is capable of doing potential repeat of as big 12 championships of big 12 champions, I should say. And then, maybe making that push into the college football playoff. I think they just feel like they are in a position that it's sitting right there in front of them. Man, I, I, I get excited thinking about that. Now, is would there be potential for one or two of these quarterbacks to, uh, if they don't get it, drones is not really in the running for this. And I don't know, I don't have a great feel, honestly, on what they think of drones right now. Where, where do you think, I mean, are you convinced that as great as Shapin looked last year, are you convinced he would just kind of hang in there and, and wait his turn if Gary uh, is named the starter? Well, I think that's an interesting question here that people have talked about you know, among the media folks who cover this team is if you pick Gary, would that mean that Blake would be a flight risk and go to the portal because he didn't become the starter, uh, even though the window we got from him was limited. Interesting, of course, but limited. But if you went with Shapen, that kind of puts you in a better position because where's Gary going to go? Um, and he's, and he would be probably the good soldier to do that. I think that's the real dilemma here that Dave, Jeff Grimes, and Sean Bell have to evaluate as they're moving forward with this evaluation process to who they think will be the starting quarterback in 2022. You know, each of them brings certain elements to the table. And like we talked about last week about what I saw from Gary in pro day, where he was just putting something on every one of his throws. He wasn't hundred, he wasn't completing everything, but the ball just looked different coming out of his hand than what we saw at any point in 2021. And so I think what's going to be interesting here is does Dave really go with that? What he said on the first camp day is that 
you know, Blake's going to have to outplay Gary in order to win the job. So the onus is more upon Blake to do that. And if Gary just kind of keeps doing his thing where he's methodical with what we're thinking here is a better arm than what we saw last year and then making all the throws and leading the offense, I think that could be a little bit more of a challenge for Blake to overtake him. But, you know, time will tell. We've got three weeks left. Yeah, I mean, you say where would Gary go? I mean, my gosh, I think if Gary wanted to not, you know, not suit out this year, then there'd be a ton of people that would be interested in him, I would think. But uh, I think you're basing that off of how great a soldier he was in waiting on his time. And uh, But, man, I, I would think he would be pretty I, – I can't imagine how upset he would be if Shapin was named the starter. And I – to the well, – yeah, I mean, as a competitor, Matt, you would feel that way. I mean, it would be natural to feel that way because you were the starting quarterback last year, and then, of course, you returned for the Sugar Bowl. And even though you didn't play very well in that game, you know, you still were the starting quarterback on the team that won the Sugar yeah. Bowl. Yeah, but, you know, here's the thing, because let's just say, hypothetically speaking, that Gary wins the job. And if Blake wants to leave and feels like, well, man, I just – I'm, you know, I did everything I could, and I'm not going to make it. I'm going into the portal. That really puts Baylor's depth chart at that position in a real spot because then you're going, then your backup is going to be Kyron Jones, and then after that, you've got walk-ons. After that, you've got C.J. Rogers sitting there, who's going to be your likely number third. They got a kid from Texas High coming in as a walk-on in the in the summer, unless you can find somebody in the portal. But you know, Baylor's going to be really methodical on this. And of course, and that's where, you know, not getting a quarterback in the 2022 class really hurts. Even, even if shape and stays, that kind of still puts you, you really need four scholarship quarterbacks in your roster. And Baylor has three. And because if you lose one for whatever, even if shape and stays or if one of those guys gets hurt for, and is out for an extended period of time, that really shows you how thin you are. And we kind of saw that last year. Yeah, I just don't know. I, the drone thing is interesting because I just don't know really what truly what they have with him. Uh, now, uh, talking to Kevin Longquist from Rivals, and uh, he was in town covering all that the other day. Kevin, um, were there the uh, Nova side, I believe, was uh, in town. There were uh, York, I believe, there were some guys that are already uh, uh, committed to the Bears. Uh, any any sort of visits or what were the uh, what were sort of the interesting names and folks who were able to attend that uh, who who kind of caught your attention a little bit? Yeah, there were a couple of 2024 kids uh, running back uh, by the name excuse me of Nathaniel Palmer from Decatur, uh, who really has a good start with Baylor in his recruiting process, and, and then. Uh, excuse me, Aaron Flowers, 2024 defensive back out of uh, Forney. Uh, he was there as well. There's an, there's a really good looking defensive tackle from Duncanville. Alex January was there. And then obviously, uh, you know, and then there was another uh, 2024 uh, running back from Longview and Taylor Tatum, who was there as well. That's a guy that they really like. So those are a few names that really jumped out. And then of course you have the portal uh, candidate in the LSU linebacker, uh, excuse me, Josh White, who was there, and he's probably getting something set up for an official visit, and he wants to make a decision by uh, May 1st. 
So he can decide where he's going to go. I think this is probably going to be a battle between Baylor and Texas, even though he's got the really good relationship with Baylor uh, because of when he was recruited by Aranda. But those would be some of the names that uh, top names that were there uh, that had a chance to uh, take in practice and watch it from start to finish. Okay. Um, and, you know, I, I, I was looking at some of these uh, names. What about this, um, uh, the prospect who's going to, uh, I always find it funny that they're going to trim it down to 12 schools. But now the, the way I interpreted that on uh, Twitter is that that particular player was somebody Baylor has been targeting for a long time. Who Who is that on Twitter today? I, I kind of, uh, I, that, that interests me. I love when they have that background of like, like 50 to 60 offers or whatever. And they're like, okay, we're going to get this thing down to, to 12. Is that, is that a pie in the sky type target, or is that uh, is that someone who who you feel like Baylor has a has a pretty decent shot at? Uh, they have a shot. I mean, it's just going to depend on relationships, Matt. It always comes down to you know what kids are thinking, and it's not a flavor of the month kind of thing. It's a re- it's a relationship business, as we all know, and I think that's really what it's going to come down to as well. I should point out too, by the way, Matt, that uh, they had a really good. 2023 uh, target in there and a four-star defensive back in a, a Jalen Braxton who was there and Frisco from uh, Frisco Lone Star. That's a big target. And this goes back to Matt, what I was talking about, you know, from a, com- a few conversations ago where they are putting themselves in a position where they are recruiting higher rated kids. And this is one of them. Jan- and by the way, January is going to be one of those kids to the Duncanville defensive tackle. Okay, now, but say the name of the guy we I was just talking about that was going to trim it down to twelve. Because I can't say it. I can't say it, and so I'm I'm bad at names. You know that. Oh, 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 oh! I, I, you're, you're not. I, I thought you were. <laughs> I didn't know you were purposely avoiding it. Gosh, if if I could find your tweet, I would say it. I've got no issue with that. Oh my gosh! Now I'm. Now you're forcing me to surf all your tweets and everything. Um. This is interesting, something you retweeted. Um, the Coming off his visit to Baylor, Cordell Russell, the wide yeah. receiver. You certainly uh, can say his name. Um, and I, 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 I find this receiving – it's interesting because Baylor is thin at a couple of places. It's not like they don't have some talent there, but wide receiver and running back, we still don't quite know what they have. And so it's interesting to look, start looking in that pipeline and to see what is coming on the way. Uh, Cordell. By the way, were you, were you, by the way, were you thinking Mikel Harrison Pilot, the kid from Temple? Yes, you can see his name, can't you? Okay. Yes, that's I who I was thinking him. about. I always trip over his first name because I, I'm, and I said, all right, I'm going to say it. But I mean, but he's coming out with his top twelve. <laughs> he's coming out with his top twelve uh, on Sunday, and that's and, and, and that's a four star kid, by the way. Great talent. He's he's probably going to be recruited as a wide receiver. I think Baylor sees him as a wide receiver. He hasn't come up to Baylor for spring camp. But, I mean, he's been there a couple times, and I do expect Baylor to make that top 12. But he's a kid that, you know, when he, he, it is kind of interesting how he has all these offers on there. But that's true. I mean, he's, he's one of the highly uh, decorated athletes from Central Texas. And the great thing about him, and this is what I love about athletes like him, Matt. I know we're getting off course here for a second. But the thing I like about him is the fact that he's also in baseball and he also runs track. And – 
the more competitive environments you are, even though your first love is going to be football for him, that is just, it puts you in the arena in different situations. And I think that'll make you a better performer in the sport that you choose, which obviously again, it's instead of football. Well, I love that temple, the temple connection. Baylor's had some success with uh, several temple players, even recently love to get the pilot. Yeah. Torian York, the linebacker who, uh, the linebacker who committed recently, he was on campus on Saturday as well. And so um, he's he's all in. I've, I've kind of kidded with him. I said, I said, you're not doing a very good job on your teammate there. And he started laughing about that. So, but that's okay. <laughs> we got to get this NIL. We got we got to get the young pilot. We got to get our collective together and uh, and start battling uh, uh, for that. But uh, we got some, some good players headed this way. Kevin Longquist, give me your pick tonight. Uh, the line, by the way, last I saw, Kansas by four and a half. All right, I'm not going to talk about the over-under. Do you, um, I mean, and, and do you have a uh, preference? I was trying to think. You have interesting preferences. You're obsessed now with, uh, well, you've always been obsessed with, the, uh, obsessed with the Twins and the Gophers because of your father's connection to that area of the world, and you have all sorts right. of connections. But do, what about the Tar Heels? Or the Jayhawks? Do you have any connections to to those schools? And who's your what's your rooting interest? Okay, well, for starters, uh, you forgot the Vikings, and uh, number two, you also forgot about <laughs> mentioning that Carlos Correa is with the Twins. I just wanted to point that out. And so, anyway, thank you. But, uh, thank you. As far as as far as the game is concerned, you know, I'd like to see Kansas win for Big Twelve reasons and to make it back to back for the conference. Obviously, following what Baylor did last year. Um, I think this game really comes down to is to whose guards are more effective. And if, you know, what we saw from Caleb Love on Saturday night, especially the big dagger that pretty much put a fork in uh, Coach K's career in the closing seconds, I think he's the key for North Carolina. If he is shooting well, and along with R.J. Davis, I think North Carolina wins this. But if uh, Remy Martin for Kansas uh, is – playing at this level that we and we're finally starting to see him after he was banged up this year uh i think he's going to be really key for for kansas in this game uh just in terms of being uh a second type of score the other thing to look for for people who want to watch this is how you know is a you know bacot against a david mccormick in the post and david was brilliant against villanova on saturday and bacot had the ankle injury but came back uh, against Duke, I think that's going to be great. But again, I'd like to see Kansas win. Excuse me, I'd like to see Kansas win, but I think North Carolina will. And remember, I picked them over Duke when we talked about this last week. Yeah, and for all our Baylor listeners, Kevin also picked UNC over the Bears. All right, Kevin, no, that's all the time we have for you. That's inaccurate. That's inaccurate. <laughs> 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 all right, Kevin. Have a, to have a good one, around, Matt. Thank you. So. All right, we'll 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 talk to you soon. I'll try to clean that up, but I, I may yeah, I may have had that one wrong. Matt. Take care. All right, there he goes. Kevin Longquist rides off into the night. It is time. You heard uh, you heard uh, our man just then, which I always love hearing from him during those interviews, and uh, that was Aaron Sexton. And it's time to talk about campus confidential 
It's the Baylor Coaches Show with the voice of the Bears, John Morris, live from Rudy's in Waco. The Baylor Coaches Show moves to Wednesday, April 13th, live from Rudy's. Come join us then and hear from women's tennis coach Joey Scrivano and women's golf coach Jay Goble. The Baylor Coaches Show, live from Rudy's in Waco, here on ESPN Central Texas. In the market for a quality metal building? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe have helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal building design, panel options, building components, and trim options. Pioneer Steel and Pipe's residential line is energy efficient, offers low maintenance, reduces insurance payments, is impact resistant, and carries up to a 45-year limited warranty. In addition, they can help you find metal building contractors for your project. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan and at PioneerBoys.com. City Ranch Boot Company has a new location and they can't wait to see you. Choose your skin. Choose your design. Let them create that perfect pair of boots, belt, wallet, or handbag. With over 30 years of leather industry, owner Jay Kelly and his team know their stuff. Design boots for the bride and groom or the entire wedding party. Put your company logo on boots as sales incentive or thank your employees. Incorporate your ranch brand or the name of your ranch as a gift for your family. Bring them in for a lifelong memory. City Ranch Boot Company, custom designed, locally owned, family operated, and Texas made. City Ranch Boot Company brings you a unique experience. Shop off the shelf or design yourself. City Ranch Boot Company, located at 10267 North River Crossing, just off Highway 6 and 185, next to the Joko Building. Call them at 254-855-7225. Find them on Facebook and Instagram, too. Or visit their website, cityranchboot.com. ESPN Central Texas is 1660 AM, 92.3 FM, and 100.9 FM. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. At UBO Business Services, we are brand agnostic. We support many different brands, but only the best products from each provider. Our analysts favor flexible systems that don't leave you locked into a one-brand technology solution. Being flexible allows your organization to stay nimble and take advantage of the latest emerging technologies. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. South Carolina wins the women's NCAA championship 64 to 59 over UConn. The men's championship is tonight. North Carolina and Kansas will tip off at 8:20 from New Orleans. Baylor baseball got the sweep over ETSU over the weekend. The Bears have a midweek matchup tomorrow at DBU. Baylor softball got swept by Oklahoma State over the weekend, and the Bears have a midweek matchup with Lamar at home on Wednesday night. Tiger Woods is a late decision to play in this week's Masters tournament. Dallas Mavericks beat the Bucks 118-112. Only two spring training games left for the Texas Rangers before opening day at Toronto on Friday. Today they have the Padres. 
Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. Well, it is Matt Mosley. Happy to be with you on this Monday. And we're getting ready for the national championship game tonight. And excited about that. The women played last night. Don Staley, South Carolina. Congrats. Congrats. Hope the Bears, let's get the Bears back in that game. Very excited about that happening one of these days. Uh, Again, Bears three national titles in women's basketball. Let's get another one soon. All right, let's turn it over to our MC for Campus Confidential. That is Aaron Sexton. One of Baylor's key contributors and a member of the 2021 National Championship team team is returning to Waco for another season. Forward Flo Famba announced today that he will return to Baylor for his fifth season. In four seasons, Famba's appeared in 116 games with the Bears averaging 3.6 points, 3.6 rebounds in 14.2 minutes per game. Last season, he had career highs in all three of those, averaging 6.2 points, 5.6 rebounds in 20.5 minutes per game. He started every game during the 2021 National Championship season. And we will hear from Flo Thamba coming up at just past the top of the hour at 5 o'clock right here on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. I like that. I I like a good, uh, you know, kind of, Kind of plugging our our program, and uh, it is right, Flo Thamba, and uh, this will be an interview unlike any other. Uh, we'll have some good times with uh, uh, with Flo and Aaron. I got to say, we'll talk to him about it. I the there are a lot of negatives and and sad things about losing EJ and and uh, and then having John Cryer out for for uh, Jonathan Cryer out for so long. It's funny. When you think about Cryer, because that's an actor's name, isn't it? Isn't there a John Cryer mm-hmm. who was on that show with, uh, okay. <laughs> For some reason, when I said John Cryer, it made me think of that actor. He was in uh, Two and a Half, what do you call that? Two and a Half Men? Two and a Half or? Men, yeah. And then a couple of 80, some 80s movies is where he got to start, like uh, Pretty in Pink. But yeah, I'm mainly known for Two and a Half Men. Was Patrick Dempsey in Pretty in Pink? Who else was in Pretty in Pink? Was that our girl Molly Ringwald, or was that uh, It was Molly Mary... Ringwald, uh, the main guy who was kind of the guy Ooh. who... There, he... They liked? The, you mean the heartthrob? Was yeah, that Andrew the, McCarthy? The, the, uh, Andrew McCarthy, that's exactly right. I was trying okay. to think of the last name, but it was Andrew McCarthy. All right, all right. I'm trying to think what he's been in. Golly, it seems like Andrew kind of was in everything, and then we didn't hear from Andrew for a long period of time. All right, Matt Mosley show. You never know where it'll go. Uh, but I think that Flo Thamba is poised to do some really big things. And one of the reasons he's coming back, first of all, if you look around the conference, David McCormick, who will play tonight in the championship game, will be finished at Kansas. He'll be seeking. I don't think he has another year. You, with this COVID year, it throws me off. I don't Different players have different amounts of time in school. But I I can't think for the life of me, I noticed one of the big guys that shoots threes is going to be back at Iowa State. He's pretty good, but he's not as good as, I mean, Flo doesn't shoot threes, 
I can't think of Aaron off the top of your head. I'm trying to think who will be back at Texas. And then I'm thinking of the big guys at OU. I, I, I kind of think that Flo could be the most dominant big man. In I mean, everybody's left Kansas State. They're not going to have any big people. Uh, I, I, I think Flo might come back as the best big man in the conference next year. Can you think of anybody off the top of your head who would, be, who would compete with Flo for that title? No, uh, and I'm, I'm blanking on his name, but Kansas loses their big man. He'll be entering the draft. Um, no, David McCormick. McCormick, yeah. yeah. Um, no, I, I, I agree. I can't think of uh, anyone better that's going to be back next year and you add him with uh, Everyday John and, and the post play next year once everybody's fully healthy and back on the court. It's going to be incredible. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be uh, going to be excellent to to think about. And uh, again, if you're keeping up, the players that have left, Kendall said he was leaving for sure. Uh, K- Kendall Brown, we have not heard from Sohan. I think people are holding out hope he might come back. That would be the shocker of all shockers if he came back. So let's go ahead and say, well, we assume he's leaving, and then Kenjo's already said he's leaving. Um, other than that, you're going to get Flagler back for another season, hopefully, and uh, Meyer's gone. I mean, he could come back, but I don't think he will. Big flow. I mean, that's exciting to think about Flo coming back and then put him with Cryer, Keontae George, Flagler. I mean, I, I think this thing has the makings of a really good team. And um, Coach A.D. and Coach Jacus and the gang, they're looking at that portal. Every single day, they're kind of checking out the portal. So, I mean, there's a chance they, they end up liking somebody. Last year, they brought in Bonner. Bonner will be back, too. So we'll see who they bring in, but there's a... There's some helpful directions they could go. And a good reminder from Aaron that uh, none other than Flo Thamba will be, will be on with us at 5 o'clock today. So that'll be very exciting. You'll want to hear from Flo as he makes the big decision to come back and spend another year on the Baylor campus. You mentioned the Baylor staff watching the transfer portal. Someone else who will be watching the transfer portal is former Baylor associate head coach and new Kansas State coach Jerome Tang. Three more Kansas State players hit the transfer portal today. That leaves him with only three scholarship players left. So um, he will be looking to the transfer portal for a lot of help. He's uh, off to a, a kind of a rough start at Kansas State, but that's happening pretty much everywhere where they're switching coaches. We've talked about South Carolina. They hired the Chattanooga coach. And the same thing happened. They lost their entire team to the transfer portal, basically. Well, I it, it, it's it's LSU is completely the roster has been gutted. It probably looks a little weird to K State fans, but I'll remind those fans: What'd you do this past season? What'd you do under Bruce Weber this past season and the season before that? It wasn't very fun, much fun, was it? So I, I don't. I would not get so caught up in like, oh my gosh, none of these guys are coming back. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm not trying to be rude, but they weren't that good. Okay, 
I mean, Nigel Pack is a nice player. Nigel Pack was also on that team that went like two and fourteen or two and sixteen in conference or three and fifteen or whatever it was a couple of years ago. They're not that great. So you'll want uh, Ulrich, our, our our guy from Texas. You'll want Jerome, and then you'll want uh, Coach Dowling that they brought in from UNT. It's not the worst thing in the world. You know what they'll probably try to do? And I don't, I'm going to get mad if they start trying to do this, but they'll try to get some of those guys from UNT to transfer. Y'all leave my man Grant's guys alone, all right? Wait a minute, I thought he was because, supposed to take the SMU job. <laughs> <laughs> Our man Jeff Goodman, he promised us that that's where it was headed, but then Jeff, of course, then at the end said no and then acted like he knew it all the time. Hello, Jeff Goodman. We're on to you, sir. Even though when you come to, to Waco, you are wined and dined like no other. All right. Um, oh, it's fine. Jeff does a nice job. I'm, we're just giving him a hard time. And, I, by the way, I think Jeff ought to be wined and dined in uh, Waco because he then says very nice things about the Baylor Bears. I just I would only caution folks and go, well, then he goes to the next town and does the same thing with the other coaching staff. Uh, be wary of those. Be wary of those youngsters. All right, um, Aaron, what else do you have for us, sir? The national championship game is tonight, of course, between North Carolina and Kansas. And North Carolina star big man Armando Baycott plans to play. He sprained his right ankle in the waning moments of North Carolina's 81-77 win over Duke in the Final Four Saturday. He left for less than a minute of the game and then uh, came back in but was moving gingerly. He fouled out with a little under a minute left, but Baycott has been phenomenal throughout the tournament. Uh, He has averaged 16.8 rebounds through five games. That includes 21 rebounds against Duke in the Final Four and 22 against St. Peter's in the Elite Eight. Man, I'm excited. I got to say something about your man Baycott. First of all, he and Sohan were really had some stuff going. And, of course, you'll remember, uh, I'll tell you, my, my wife will sometimes take some pretty uh, firm stances during games. She is not a fan of the, uh, the transfer from OU, Aaron, that uh, Brady Manick. And I don't know if it's the hair. I mean, I've kind of got long hair now, so surely she's not anti-long hair. Yeah, Maybe it's that kind of, you know, that, uh, that hair's everywhere, the beard. Uh, maybe the attitude, I don't know, but man, she has taken a, a very anti-manic stance. Uh, Aaron, are you an anti-manic person? I was going to say, I think your wife's instincts are, are spot on on this one. I can't, I, and it's <laughs> nothing that I know. It's just, you just kind of get a feeling. Yeah, I think she's right. <laughs> you know what I had after that loss to, uh, to, uh, UNC, Aaron? What's that? Manic depression. Oh. Okay, okay, we've lost Aaron. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And that's okay. today's Campus Confidential. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Manic. I don't, lo- I don't love those little, I would rather them wear the headband than the that little thing that the long-haired people wear where they put that band in there. Like, a, like a, you know what I mean, Aaron? It's like a, it's not a so-called, it's not really a headband. It's like, what do you, what do they call those things? 
where with long-haired people, men have, and they put that little scrunchie in there or whatever. I don't like the scrunchie. Okay, we'll hear from Flo Thamba. He's staying at Baylor for next season. He's next. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. Refinance your vehicle with Genco and skip payments for 90 days. Rates as low as 1.99% APR for 48 months. Online applications will get an additional 0.1% off their rate and have a chance to win a 0% auto loan. We had another baby, so we really needed a lower car payment and a bigger car. Refinancing our loan with Genco made both possible. Thank you, Genco. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policies. For more information, go to GencoFCU.org. Member NCUA. Genco! Enjoy one-of-a-kind luxury and lounge at the Baylor Club, located in the heart of McLean Stadium. This elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs with a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality. Weddings, milestones, business, and birthdays, a stadium roaring with bear spirit featuring stunning city skyline views. Baylor Club truly has it all. For interest in membership or your next private event, call 254 710 Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, D'Amore Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. DMRA Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. Game time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Texas consumers are shopping again. Is your business ready? Eminem Broadcaster's unique mix of music and sports genres reach thousands of listeners in Central Texas, including your potential customers. Market your business today and see your business grow. Call Eminem Broadcasters today at 254-772-0930. 254-772-0930. That's 254-772-0930. Or email to info at mmbwaco.com. Flinging a green and gold worldwide on the web at SyntechSportsFan.com. You don't like taxes, but you love when that rebate arrives in your account. Don't waste that cash on clothes that won't fit your style in a few months. Put your rebate towards a beautiful smile that never goes out of fashion with Bite. That's B-Y-T-E. Bite Invisible Teeth Aligners give you the straighter teeth you've always wanted for thousands less than traditional braces. Best tax rebate ever. Order your at-home impression kit for just $14.95 at B-Y-T-E.com today. Be confident. Be you with Bite. Let's be real. Mopping is a hassle. 
you have to fill the bucket. Pushing a wet, heavy mop around. Then cleaning the mop when you're done so it doesn't grow bacteria. A hassle on top of a hassle. Try Swiffer WetJet. With Swiffer WetJet, you start with a fresh pad and cleaning solution every time. And when you're done, you just toss the pad. Swiffer WetJet, the faster, easier, cleaner way to clean your floors. From the Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Ascension Providence, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Marineland Boating Center, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, and UBO Business Services. And now, here's Matt Mosley. All right, we'll have uh, Flo Thamba on soon. Flo Thamba deciding to stay at Baylor while we uh, await that interview. Breaking news going on at Baylor. The Bears, uh, Baylor has agreed to a new 10-year contract. Um, Somebody needs to look at this tweet they sent out. With uh, Director of Athletics, Mac Rhodes, the contract approved by Regents and announced by uh, President Livingstone today allows the uh, two-time Athletics Director of the Year to finish his career at BU. Now, I, you know, I don't think many of us doubted that he would be here. I think there have been times where he thought, well, I mean, is somebody going to come after Mac? He's obviously having a ton of success at Baylor. He had had a new deal. Oh, gosh. Um, thought he had a new deal like just about a, a year and a half or two years ago but uh obviously things are going well and now he's got another deal and um uh president livingstone in this press release is quoted saying championship athletics is woven into the baylor experience and it's a key recruiting tool for prospective students the engagement of current students and the positioning of our brand Mac Rhodes has a deep commitment to Baylor's Christian mission. His personal and departmental alignment carries through in the development of our student-athletes, which uh, provides a championship-level experience in academics, athletics, character formation, and their spiritual growth. Mac's leadership has been nationally recognized over the past five and a half years, and she goes on and on to say, we look forward to Mac's continued success leading Baylor Athletics over the next decade. Rhodes quoted, this is Mac, saying, Amy and I have felt called to be at Baylor and remain an integral part of Baylor's future. It is a blessing to work with President Livingstone, who leads our university with great integrity and vision. And then uh, we, we are humbled and appreciative of the confidence reflected in us by the Board of Regents, President Livingstone, and university leadership. We are excited. Baylor has given us the opportunity to finish uh, my career as the university's athletics director. Okay, we've got uh, we got Flo Thamba now. Flo, uh, good to visit with you. And uh, we were just announcing that your the athletic director at Baylor has uh, signed on for ten more years. I'm excited. You've signed on for another season. Flo, congratulations. Uh, the Baylor people, 
the Baylor fans are extremely happy with the uh, the news that you released earlier today. Yeah, I appreciate it. I mean, it was big news. Uh, it took a long time for me and my family to decide about it, but uh, just uh, glad it finally came out and finally done with it. So now I can just focus on spending time with family and looking forward to another season. All right, and I, I got I have to ask, what was uh, what was your biggest determining factor uh, as you uh, were approaching this decision? I'm sure you had to kind of put all the pros and cons down uh, and think about it. What was the what was the biggest one or two things that uh, caused you to to decide to stay? Uh, one of the biggest key things for me was education. Obviously, uh, <clears throat> I obtained my bachelor's degree, but my my second focus is obtaining my master's degree. So that was that was definitely the biggest thing. And obviously, just you know, coming back and having the same camaraderie with my teammates, you know, just looking forward to you know playing another season. But the biggest factor was definitely with the school. With school. All right. Have you? Uh, did your were your teammates pretty excited when you told them the news? Did you did you tip them off? Did you at least give them a heads up uh, before you put it on social media, or were you afraid they would try to break the news if you let them know, if you let them know early? No, I definitely told them. I told them, I told them prior to making the decision, uh, and even prior to posting it, they were kind of accommodating and they were very much happy. You know, just looking forward to to, to well, well, having another year together. Yeah, it's going to be fun. What were uh, uh, Coach Drew? Uh, what was uh, what was Scott's kind of advice? And, and I'm sure he was a sounding board, and some of the other staff members. Um, who did you talk to the most from the coaching staff? And and what was the uh, what was the vibe you were getting from them? Uh, I mean, I talked to every coach, every coach, especially um, the coaching staff, who was communicating throughout the whole entire process. You know, we just had communication about like how the fit was going to be and how how much of a key role I was going to play into next year's team as far as pushing, most importantly, leadership role and stuff, and just taking all the young guys coming in underneath my wing. But yeah, I mean, they they were just more excited considering the having somebody back who was in the program for for a long time, kind of understands the culture, understands the role of what the necessity of what needs to happen in order to you know to attain another national championship or even another Big Twelve. So just basically bringing the fact of bringing another, bringing back the experiences that I had was, was just was just big for them. Flo Thamba joining us on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. He has decided to remain with the Baylor Bears for another season. Um, Flo, it's been talked about on ESPN and other places that you now have a chance to become perhaps the best big man in the Big 12. Did um, did that play a role kind of as you were making that decision? The You talked about the education being important, but, I mean, you really do have an opportunity to now distinguish yourself as maybe, if not the best, one of the best. Yeah, I think you're already one of the best big men in the Big 12, but take it to the next level where you're the the best big guy was that uh was that kind of in your mind as you were making this decision and have other people said that to you uh, i mean not entirely i mean for me i'm always a team guy who is focused about the, the aspect of the team and i mean when i look just look at the, the entirety of the roster just thinking about having an opportunity to keep making history and keep winning championships i mean with that being said also just running it back with you know my fellow team and jonathan you know having another opportunity to play with him again but for me I mean individually individual accolades is always great I mean it would be really exciting you know to be to be a recognized as one of the 
the best bigs in the in the conference. But for me, I'm just looking forward to more team titles and you know being more championships and just being my history on on Baylor. So yeah. What, what what is the next flow uh, in your game? Well, you started scoring more this year. Uh, you had a tremendous job after EJ went down. They needed more scoring. You provided that. I'm just sort of curious what the uh, uh, when you think about your decision and and the kind of player you want to be next year. What are the areas of your game that you really want to to work at the most? Uh, for me, I would love to work on my my mid range. You know, just keep working on my 15 footers, uh, finishing easy layups. You know, left left handed, and uh, also most importantly, also just work on my feet off. You know, because I feel like towards the end of the season, I had a lot of opportunities to go towards the line. Started averaging three or four uh, five shots a game. So, if I can become a more consistent free throw shooter in that aspect, you know, I can just mainly get my numbers up to three, two or three, four four points a game. But, uh, yeah, I mean, just overall, it's, it's going to be an exciting summer because I have a lot of stuff I want to work on. But just the entirety of everything and just being around the, the guys that I, the guys that I love and, you know, also looking at the new coaching staff that we have who, who, who've been upgraded and also looking at even a new guy in the staff, Judy Carter, who's going to kind of pick, kind of have to pick his brain a little bit and help, help him develop a more offensive game considering he was a point guard and he sees different things on the floor. But just the entirety of, of everything, man, I'm just looking forward to it. It's going to be very much exciting. Flo Thaba joining the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. You know, Tweedy was a great leader. You're one of the big-time leaders on this team. Um, it, it is uh, – had you been around Tweedy uh, uh, quite a bit? I don't know how much he gets to come around. And, and what um, – in the, in the short time maybe you've been around Tweedy, what are some of the things about him that, that stand out to you? He was obviously – uh, unbelievable player for Baylor back in the day. Yeah, I mean, one of the biggest things about TD is just helps me embody the role of just being a leader, and you know, to embrace the the realm of the realm of accountability. You know, just with a short time, him being around, him being in and out in the summers and or, or some of the time throughout the year, just kind of helped me like grow as far as grow my confidence. You know that I have the ability to do certain things, and you know, as, as big, we tend to like when we make single mistakes, we tend to dwell on that mistake, but Tweedy just kind of sees the potential in me to have that, that tremendous talent to just go out there and execute and just play the best basketball I can play. So just having somebody like that on the coaching staff can not only just be a, a best factor as far as motivation, but also he also brings a level of skill set that he, like, he can teach me things or two. So definitely looking forward to that. Have you been able to watch the NCAA tournament, or is it too – uh, after having won it all last year and, and losing earlier this year, was it is it tough to watch, or have you uh, enjoyed watching some of the action? Uh, definitely not tough to watch. I mean, I've, I've watched uh, some games here and there, but obviously I'm looking, looking forward to watching the, the, the national championship game. But for me, this, this past time has been more focused on family, spending time with family. As if you already know, and I haven't seen my family in a long time, so just for them to be here, it's just, it's just more to focus on that, just being around them and you know spending time together. Considering I'm gonna leave soon, so yeah. Yeah, I'm glad you've gotten to spend all that time. That was uh, uh, how long had it been since you had uh, had had seen your uh, your parents? Was it uh, was it ten years or you're going on a decade? Yeah. So as far as my my siblings, my my brothers has been about seven. My sister was about ten. 
Uh, my dad was similar to about seven. My mom was probably a little bit more recent. But it was just it was just a good feeling seeing everybody in at once. I mean, the last time I saw everybody in the one surrounding was basically ten years ago. So it was it was definitely a good feeling just having mom, dad, and siblings be there at the same time. You think you could ever convince them to uh, move over here one of these days when you're uh, in the NBA? Do you think that would uh, cause them to think about it, or, or are they are they still you know too firmly entrenched uh, to to make the move? Uh, I mean, we when, when that time comes, I guess we'll we'll talk about it more. Uh, I mean, I know it's going to be definitely hard for my parents, especially you know with the language barrier, but for my siblings, it'd be fairly easy. But I mean, that's the conversation we'll, I'll, I'll dive into once you know my, my pro career starts. But for well, the meantime, I'm just enjoying the company. Yeah, yeah, I would. That's uh, uh, got to be an unbelievable. And the fact that they got to see you play for the first time in so long in college that had to be an amazing thing. Now, put your uh, scouting hat on, your analysis hat, real quick. Baycott versus McCormick tonight. You've played against both of them. You're probably more familiar, obviously, with McCormick because you've now seen him for a few years. Um, what? How different are they? Um, you know, McCormick does seem like maybe a little bit stronger. Baycott may be a tad bit taller. What do you? How do you see that matchup going uh, in this evening's game? Uh, I mean, it's definitely going to be an interesting matchup to see. Uh, I mean, obviously, playing against David for the past couple of years has been fun. Uh, I mean, his game is more physicality orientated, you know, have certain angles on you, and you know you don't want to give him a, a disadvantage as far as like having a weaker, weaker defender on him. But for Baycott, I mean, just playing with him is, is much, he's very much skilled. You know, more of a, a big, oriented touch, and you know, good at working certain angles. But I mean, just overall, I feel like it's going to definitely be a really good game. Just seeing those two matchups, and seeing the both as far as size goes, you know, they're both big dudes, but obviously have different uh, style of play. But it, it, it should be definitely be a fun game to watch. All right, and now do you turn into a recruiter at all, or do you let uh, – Kendall's already – and Akinjo have already made their minds up. Uh, everybody was waiting to see, you know, it's kind of expected that Sohan, uh, Jeremy's going to leave. Do you do you try to talk to uh, Jeremy at all about this or just kind of let him do his own thing? Uh, I mean, I, I, I let everybody do their own thing. I mean, with good faith. It's always the Lord's plan to, to assemble a specific team together. You know, sometimes you can't you can't push certain things to happen. But I'm obviously it would be great. You know, it would be amazing to have everybody uh, back again. But we all know everybody's entitled to you know to their own decisions. But I mean, regardless of whatever decision everybody makes, you know, they're still my brothers. Still gonna love them and you know, support them in whatever decision they decide to make. But overall, I mean, it's I'm just a middle guy. I'm, I'm just a middle guy. Whatever, whatever, however the the team is assembled at the end. Uh, I'll just be grateful to be, a, to be a part of it. Well, Flo, uh, very excited for you. I was watching highlights of the Gonzaga game uh, earlier today and saw one of those blocks you had where you threw it out of bounds, basically. Uh, it, it's still an amazing night to think back on, but uh, you got a lot ahead of you still. So uh, congratulations. Enjoy watching the game tonight, and we can't wait for uh, next season. For sure. No problem. No problem. Thank you very much, guys. You bet. Great to have you. Flo Thamba, uh, who is uh, going to be returning to Baylor and uh, certainly would have a chance in, the, in an NBA career, and, uh, and he'll do that at some point. But for now, he is going to stay in college 
And uh, I thought that was really interesting, Aaron, the uh, uh, the the aspect uh, of of school and the education. You don't always hear everybody, you know, putting that first. But I think that uh, is very, very important to uh, to to flow. And uh, he wants to work on it, continue to work on his master's. And, you know, I, I think it's I think it's refreshing because on on the other hand, sometimes we go, well, he's 18 or 19 and he needs to go. And then there's a veteran like Flo, who's already probably 22 or 23 years old, and he's decided to stay. People have different priorities. And again, I think Flo will want to uh, play in the NBA, but he's also very, very focused on his, po- you know, his post basketball playing career. So I think he's a wise person and i also think it's amazing aaron we take it for granted sometimes um that we get to see our family I, my parents are gonna come and we're gonna go out to eat with them tonight they don't live too far away uh and and my daughter my i get to see my sister uh and brother-in-law and everybody you know quite a bit i mean when you hear him talk about that yeah with you know his siblings it had been like seven or eight years or his dad it had been like eight or nine years since he'd seen his own father that that's a we I, I just don't think most of us can relate to that and so uh uh Thamba's come here he's been a huge success and I think we're very happy he's gonna he's gonna be be back and I would say Aaron when you talk about sometimes we t- Tweety Carter was a great leader for the Bears um a lot of times with Baylor it's been their guards that have been the leaders with with uh Chamo Chachua and Flo um they are this team's huge lead. Flagler's a great leader. Flagler's just a little more soft-spoken. Flo and, and EJ and Flagler are just tremendous leaders for this program, and uh, and we'll continue to kind of watch all that grow. But uh, fun to talk to Flo and exciting that he's back. And then again, um, if you're just joining us, the news has broken that uh, Mac Rhodes – has signed a 10-year extension and our uh, 10-year contract to uh, remain with Baylor. And that should, now we don't ever know uh, how long uh, Mack will want to serve, but uh, the thought is that that will get him uh, with Baylor the rest of his career. And and that's a good thing. I mean, Mack was at Houston, then he was at Missouri, and he comes to Baylor during a very difficult time. And uh, they've had the athletics even though he inherited a, a the, the post-scandal, uh, we've seen some great things happen with athletics, and Mac Rhodes deserves a ton of credit for that. And uh, he and uh, uh, President Livingstone uh, are a tremendous team together, and so our congratulations go out to Mac Rhodes and his wife Amy as uh, Mac is signed to a 10-year extension. Aaron, let's see. We got Mac with an extension. We've got Aranda with an extension. We just need to get Scott's extension announced. For whatever reason, that one has, uh, I don't know, at some point we'll get that one going. We've got some new stuff uh, going on with football that we'll announce soon, but uh, uh, that's a uh, very exciting for Mac and uh, happy that that has happened, and we'll have Mac on soon to visit about that. All right, it is uh, time to talk about tonight's matchup. The national men's national title game is upon us. Draws near and uh, draws nigh. Uh, that'll be tonight at about 8.20 is the tip-off. We'll give you all our 
um, kind of breakdown of tonight's game. We'll do it next. Tom Ward and Garrett, weekdays 7 and 9 on ESPN Central Texas. It's time now for the Baylor Sports Beat on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. Now, here's the voice of the Bears. Money East coverage check of Baylor Athletics on the Monday. Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, we'll wrap up the weekend in Baylor Athletics, including a baseball sweep at Baylor Ballpark. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Parenting is full of surprises. You never know what to expect. So after our son was born, I called my Texas Farm Bureau insurance agent to set up a life insurance policy in case something happened to me. Sawyer is now two. And we'll soon have a sister. There's no one else I would trust with protecting my family. Visit Texas Farm Bureau Insurance today at tfbinsurance.com for an agent you can trust with life's most important decisions. Coverage and discounts are subject to qualifications and policy terms and may vary by situation. Not only will you find an award-winning dealer at Allen Samuels, but you'll also find some great award-winning products. The 2021 Ram brand ranked number one automotive brand on J.D. Power's initial quality study. The 2021 Dodge brand ranked number two behind Ram and the 2021 Jeep Gladiator named highest quality midsize truck. Allen Samuels, 201 West Loop 340 in Waco, where we deliver quality. Come by, let's be friends. Now back to today's Baylor Sports Beat. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And welcome back. Baylor Acrobatics and Tumbling, number one in the nation, stayed undefeated on the year with a dominating win over Hawaii Pacific Saturday in the Farrell Center. It was the final home meet of the year for Felicia Mulkey and Baylor A&T. They'll next play at Oregon coming up on April 10th. Then it's on to the NCATA National Championships. Also from the weekend, Baylor Track and Field hosting the Baylor Invitational. They had 20 collegiate victories in the meet Friday and Saturday. Baylor men's tennis with a 6-0 sweep of Texas on Friday. Then at home on Sunday, dropped a tight 4-3 decision to TCU. The Frogs number three in the nation, Baylor number four in the nation. Baylor softball dropped three games over the weekend to sixth-ranked Oklahoma State. They're back in action tomorrow night at home against Lamar. And Baylor baseball swept East Tennessee State over the weekend, three games in three days under ideal weather conditions. Here's Bears head baseball coach Steve Rodriguez. I'll tell you what, uh, East Tennessee State is a really good ball club. They had some guys rolling out pitchers 95 96 miles an hour with really good uh, breaking ball stuff and very athletic and the, the meat of their order is, is a really talented bunch and i'll tell you what like you know when they came in after watching like some of their numbers and watching some of the video you know you kind of look at it and you're like we better make sure we play well and luckily we did our guys did a really good job um, you know, toward the end of the game, we just we kept taking really good swings and just couldn't get guys on base. And then, you know, Antonio Valdez, you know, does a great job of smashing the ball over the right fielder's head to be able to score an extra run, which came up huge in the end of the game. But, you know, the biggest thing for me is uh, we played another really good team who's going to have a really good year, and we did a really good job. Coach Rod and the Bears now 16-11 and 11 on the season following the weekend sweep of East Tennessee State. Next up, on the road tomorrow night in Dallas to take on Dallas Baptist. 
And congratulations to Baylor women's basketball's Nalissa Smith, named yesterday a repeat winner of the Katrina McLean Award, which goes to the top power forward in all of college women's basketball. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. Your weather report is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, the Nitsche Group Insurance Agency has offered Texans policies for their personal, commercial, and bonding insurance needs. Check them out at nitschegroup.com. With the Nitsche Group Insurance Agency, Texans can go to one company and get access to insurance coverage options from many carriers. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Cloudy skies with showers and thunderstorms likely this evening. Some of these may be strong with large hail and damaging winds. It does look like the showers and storms will start to taper off overnight. And by tomorrow morning, we'll drop to 58 degrees. And then becoming mostly sunny tomorrow, it's going to be a hot day with a high of 92. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Baylor Baseball, all season long here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. The Bears back in action Tuesday on the road taking on Dallas Baptist. 6.15 for the warm-up show, 6.30 first pitch for Baylor DBU Baseball Tuesday. Coach Rod and the Bears all season long here on ESPN Central Texas. John Morris here telling you all about my friends at Marineland Boating Center, home of Crest Pontoon Boats and Yamaha Outboards. They have boats in stock for immediate delivery. Enjoy days of fishing and family boating fun from Crest Pontoons, powered by Yamaha Outboard Motors. Only at Marineland Boating Center, I-35 at Loop 340 South, or on the web at MarinelandWacoYamaha.com. ProStar Rental is the number one choice for all of your equipment rental needs. No matter the project, they got you covered. Plus, their friendly local staff is always available to answer your questions. They have a large selection of quality equipment available to rent for any project, big or small. And they have eight locations across Texas to serve you, including locations in Waco and Belton. Visit online at ProStarRental.com for more info. ProStar Rental. They make work easier. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Hurley Benefit Services. South Carolina wins the women's NCAA championship 64-59 over UConn. The men's championship is tonight. North Carolina and Kansas will tip off at 8-20 from New Orleans. Baylor baseball got the sweep over ETSU over the weekend. The Bears have a midweek matchup tomorrow at DBU. Baylor softball got swept by Oklahoma State over the weekend, and the Bears have a midweek matchup with Lamar at home on Wednesday night. Tiger Woods is a late decision to play in this week's Masters tournament. Dallas Mavericks beat the Bucks 118-112. Only two spring training games left for the Texas Rangers before opening day at Toronto on Friday. Today they have the Padres. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It is 
the Matt Mosley Show. Jump around as we uh, enter into the uh, the final couple of segments. We'll have the dismount coming up. May have uh, may need to go over an NFL trade with you. Uh, the breaking news on the Baylor front is that Mac Rhodes has uh, announces. A 10-year, Baylor has announced this, 10-year contract extension he, for Vice President, Director of Athletics, Mac Rhodes. So, my goodness, we had uh, uh, Dave Aranda with a uh, quite an extension that took him through all the way through. Aaron, was that, a, that was about a seven- or eight-year extension through 2028-29, right around there. Maybe it's 2027-28 season. And now Mac Rhodes... I mean, 10-year, let's see how this is, extension. We don't know exactly what the uh, previous one. Anyway, he's going to be around a long, long time. Uh, Aaron, do you want me to get the financials on this? Mac, what's the buyout? (laughs) What is the AD buyout on this thing? But uh, very exciting times for the Baylor family and uh, Mac Rhodes, and he will continue to be able to wear those beautiful sport coats. And uh, the loafers, got some beautiful uh, penny loafers that he likes to put on. I think those are penny loafers. But kind of a Kohan-type look that he has going on. And this uh, this extension should allow the wardrobe to even expand more. Also likes a good pullover, some Baylor gear. But uh, Mac has uh, done a tremendous job. He's hired some great coaches and he's, uh, uh, you know, things have continued to develop. Obviously, uh, Scott was hired well, well before him, but he's now hired uh, Nikki Collin, and um, he just continued. Dave Aranda hired Matt Rule. He's hit it out of the park so far on two football coaches. So I, I think you have, to, uh, you have to admire the job he's done and the stability that he's brought. I mean, I think to, to fully appreciate the job he's done, you have to – Think about how awful a situation it was that uh, that he inherited, that, that Matt Rule then inherited, and uh, they turned this thing around and now uh, have a chance to position themselves as a as a somewhat dominant program inside the new look Big Twelve. And these these Big Twelve schools, people have been wondering when do they arrive? Well, they're going to get here quick. All right, it was always BYU could get here sooner because they're independent. But all the other schools are about to enter, and then we'll have that awkward period of time where OU and Texas have to stick around for a little bit, and then they can be off on their way. They don't want to pay this enormous rights fee, and that's why they're going to stay through 2025. And then we'll send them on their way and see where this thing goes. But, uh, Aaron, I would say a, uh, a good day for Baylor Athletics. Not surprising that Mac would uh, would be around for a long time, but uh, I the only thing surprising to me is I thought they just he'd signed a new deal somewhat recently, uh, and so for to go with a ten year extension, I mean that is pretty impressive, and I think it shows Mac and and in in Doctor Livingstone, Lin, Doctor Linda Livingstone. President Livingstone, we like to call her, are in lockstep together. I think they feel great about where the regents are now, and uh, so this is a uh, 
This is a big thing. You have to have everything aligned to do one of these big deals. And then the last time this happened, uh, which was, again, not that long ago, I think the the regents also uh, extended President Livingstone. And so that wouldn't be shocking to see that happen as well. When good things are happening, extensions, uh, uh, you know, happen. And, uh, and I think people feel good about the direction the athletic staff is going in. And, again, congrats to Mac Rhodes, a frequent guest on this program, and a man who uh, listens to uh, the Matt Mosley Show four to six every afternoon. And, uh, and uh, he, uh, in fact, plans his ride home around listening to this program. Aaron, do you think that's accurate? I don't know that he plans his whole afternoon around it, but he, he does listen to us and uh, says he can't really get anything on, like, Internet radio. He can't figure out how to stream stuff, so he really does love the flagship station. Oh, goodness. Uh, ESPN Central Texas, it is. All right, so that is the breaking news today. We also had Flo Thamba on, and uh, always great to have Big Flo on. The 7-foot, he's actually 6'10". The 6'10 center for the Baylor Bears is returning for another season. Now, Aaron, I thought that was interesting trying to ask um, him to weigh in on this particular matchup. Armando Baycott, now you had the news earlier today, Aaron, catching everybody up. Everybody thinks he's going to be fine to go. I thought that was a little bit drama. I thought there was some drama going on the other night when he hurt his ankle. Okay, that's fine. But then he left, and then he came back. He kind of turned around. He left the deal. Then he comes jogging back. I never seriously thought that Baycott was hurt at all. But that's fine. He wouldn't be the first dramatic sort of situation at a Final Four. Baycott came back out there, was able to play the end of the game, and as uh, Hubert Davis has said, you would have to uh, cut the 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 foot off of uh, Baycott. Now, that sounds kind of violent. I don't think anybody wants to think about that uh, before he would uh, not go out there and play. Now, McCormick was awesome. Let me tell you about what I think about that matchup, Aaron, is that McCormick, to me, is more skilled as an offensive player. He has a little bit of the uh, of the of the the hook game. I just think he can. Both guys can finish around the rim. I I think McCormick is a little bit more refined as an offensive player. Baycott may be a little bit taller. Baycott's probably six eight, six nine. McCormick's about six eight. Um, it's a really good matchup. I, if I if I were going to try to guess, I would say McCormick is a stronger guy. I think there's a chance he can move Baycott a little more, and I think there's a chance he's a he's a better scorer than Baycott. Baycott is the better rebounder. Both of them rebound well, but Baycott can can block you, and and he can also rebound tremendously well. In fact other night in that game Aaron what did he finish with I mean it was crazy at one point I looked up and there were there's a lot of time left in that game and he already had 16 rebounds do you understand in a 48 minute a game with quarters like uh, the NBA has yeah you're going to get guys sometimes with 16 to 20 rebounds in the college game it's crazy 
It's 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 incredible when they're able to do that. Aaron, did he finish with like twenty or twenty one rebounds in that game? I I, I yeah, knew yeah. that's where it yeah. Twenty one in the against Duke, twenty two the game before. Goodness gracious. There's a couple of guys in the NCAA that can do that. The other guy was just named the Naismith Player of the Year from Kentucky, and that's uh, Shibwe, Oscar Shibwe, who used to play for West Virginia. By the way, Aaron, they keep leaving West Virginia. I'm starting to feel bad. We got good news and bad news for West Virginia. The bad news is all their players are leaving. The good news is Huggins just got named uh, to the uh, Basketball Hall of Fame. All right, and so I think that'll be – I think that's much deserved. Aaron, I would say, and I want to get your take on this tonight, so that's a fun matchup. The guards are really interesting to watch because um, Love and R.J., as we saw it, R.J. Davis, and what's Love's first name? Love. I I keep wanting to say Courtney. (laughs) Courtney. It's not who it is. But Love was, I mean, he scored 26 or 27 the other night against Duke. He's awesome. I mean, he's just, he's a tremendous young player. And these guys were not, though, considered like player of the year, NBA, lottery type material at all. And over the year, they got better and better. And R.J. Davis and Love, now they got Leaky Black, who plays Really, really good defense, but these these are, um, and, and this is not a deep bench. Kansas has the deeper bench now. The only player that's going to come off Kansas bench and pour in some points is Remy. Remy Martin can come in as a guard and really help you. Is he capable of scoring twenty points? He absolutely is. The other guy they have is KJ Adams. He's a tremendous athlete who can play some defense and give you some spot minutes. But the only guy who's going to come off the bench, uh, there are two guys that can actually give you some scoring. It's it's um, Remy Martin and Mitch Lightfoot, the kid who looks like he's been there forever. Because it, he has been. I swear he got recruited by them. It's 2022. I think he showed up in like 2016. Uh, maybe it was 2017. He's been around there forever. And, of course, that some of these guys got the COVID year. Um, he's a really nice player for them, and he's a hard worker, and he hits the boards. Uh, so Kansas can come at you with more players, but UNC's guards can go toe-to-toe with anybody's guards, as we saw with what happened at Baylor. Uh, Aaron, you are not a KU fan, uh, but take off your fandom for a minute, and let's just talk the line on this game. I have. I am. I think it's going to be a close game. I think these are two great um, programs and teams. It's really going to come down to me: is the superstar Oche Agbaji going to show up, or the the Ochai that sometimes gets lost in the shuffle a little while? What's helped Kansas is when Ochai is not shooting it that well. Remy has come up big time. Remy Martin. And, and he can shoot the three, he's great off the bounce, and he's a great passer. He can't, he can't help you much on defense. Agbaji is the Big 12 Player of the Year, and, and he's just, he's, he, he's got tremendous athleticism. He can play defense. He just has a tendency, 
like some Kansas players of the past, to get a little quiet at times and, and to fade in. And maybe every once in a while he's a little too unselfish. Ochai Agbaji is great, though. He's a great player. He will be the best player on either team. I would just say this. R.J. Davis and, and the guard love are for UNC are as confident as any players on the court. You know how it is, Aaron, when some players, there's a guy like this for the, uh, for the Nuggets. His name's Will Barton. In Will Barton's mind, he's always the best player on the court, even though he's not, even though we know that, uh, uh, that Jokic is the best player. It's a little bit like this with UNC. Ochai Ogbaji is going to be the best player on the court tonight. But those guards, R.J. Davis and Love, in their minds, they are the best players on the court. And sometimes that's all it takes. And so the, the thing that needs to happen is – they, they need to hit a couple of shots early because they can go into a, a funk, although, unfortunately, we didn't see that against Baylor. In the first half, I would say in that Baylor game, North Carolina, R.J. Davis had 17 points, and they shot it about like 65% from the field. I don't think they're going to shoot like that tonight, uh, but but it's they're capable of, of, of being incredible shooters. And then they have one other guy that they bring. Just trying to think. They just do, honestly, they don't have much of a bench. They may go seven deep. Uh, the other player is, of course, Manic. And he he's really, they've used him beautifully. Aaron, one funny thing to me is I don't think we, I don't think even Chaney knew what he had at OU. If you think about it, they got this new coach this year, and he's going to be fine. I think Porter Moser's a good coach. The previous coach had the guy who was the ACC Player of the Year in um, uh, Arandis Williams, or is it Arandis? Arandes, I think is how you say his name, Williams. Manic transferred to UNC, and there's one other player that, that left to go somewhere who had a tremendous season. It turns out that Oklahoma had an unbelievable roster. It's just we didn't know it because that horrendous guy scored six points a game. Well, this year he goes to the ACC and scored 20 a game for Wake Forest. It really is interesting how all that works. Aaron, if you were a betting man, all right, and, and you could get this four and a half – Take take all your rooting interest out of this. Would you take the Tar Heels to cover the four and a half? They're they're getting four and a half, right? No, no, no. I'm saying, would you would you take them? I'm sorry to to cover the four and a half. So basically, Kansas is favored by four yeah, and a half. I, yes, if I if I was forced to bet on this game, I, I don't bet. But if I was forced to, I would definitely. Take North Carolina. They beat Baylor. They beat Duke twice in the last month. I, Kansas is good. I just think that it's North Carolina's team. That team. The year. <laughs> this North Carolina's team's year is what I'm uh-huh. going to say. I was just sitting here thinking, I mean, you, so you didn't bet when you were uh, shooting pool? 
Did you ever put anything on one, I just of, been one on of those sports games? a lot. <laughs> I've been on a lot of things, <laughs> just not sports. <laughs> okay. Okay. I was, I was trying to imagine you as the uh, pool shark that you were known as, a man who arrives at pool halls with his own. Oh, that, that would be a tough – I would not play a guy who showed up with his own pool stick. Now, what's funny is, Aaron, there are probably guys that would show up with their own sticks or cues, whatever. They would show up and – and they and they weren't any good, like yeah. I don't I don't know I don't know if I would how, what I would read into that if somebody shows up they're either great or they're really horrible and they, and they're a little bit you know they think too much of their games, um man the old pool halls, Aaron spent a lot of his career hanging out right there in a pool hall. All right, Aaron, so you would take I think I would too, I think Kansas is going to win this game tonight, but but with with um, with the Tar Heels getting four and a half, I if I had to bet this thing, I would bet I would bang UNC on the points, and I and I and I would go ahead because I think this thing could come down to the final minutes. Now I don't like betting college basketball or NBA. I really don't bet anything anymore. I just think college football and NFL are a little easier. I got I always felt like I had a better feel for that. I don't like betting basketball. I hate, I would never bet, uh, bet MLB ever, and I would never bet in, in, NHL. Some people bet MLB. I think that's just insane. I, I just don't get it. But I, I can understand somebody getting excited and, and they love having some money on a game. I get that. If you're going to put 100 bucks down tonight, take the Tar Heels. All right, it's uh, Matt Mosley's show. It's almost time for something we call the dismount. That is next. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Interesting hire. Had a tremendous run, as you said. Very impressive. But that's funny. Uh, Aaron, did you say it went back to, like, 2012 through 2015? I find it interesting that these schools sometimes, when they're kind of like, ah, who are we going to hire? They're like, well, Steve Prom was pretty good here, <laughs> you know, like seven, eight years ago. The Matt Mosley Show, weekdays 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Elevate your career with a new job at Versalift Southwest, a time manufacturing company. Versalift Southwest occupies a 16-acre state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They are now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. They offer a great benefits package and outstanding starting pay. Drop by their location, 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco to apply. ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, 
paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Tax season brings a lot of uncertainty for everyone, but especially for investors. I'm Joe Kaleo of the Kaleo Wealth Management Group. We can help you navigate the complexities of tax laws and build a financial portfolio that withstands change no matter what the season. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. Stay close. The Dismount with Matt Mosley is coming up on ESPN Central Texas. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weitz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Hurley Benefit Services. South Carolina wins the women's NCAA championship 64-59 over UConn. The men's championship is tonight. North Carolina and Kansas will tip off at 820 from New Orleans. Baylor baseball got the sweep over ETSU over the weekend. The Bears have a midweek matchup tomorrow at DBU. Baylor softball got swept by Oklahoma State over the weekend, and the Bears have a midweek matchup with Lamar at home on Wednesday night. Tiger Woods is a late decision to play in this week's Masters tournament. Dallas Mavericks beat the Bucks 118 to 112. Only two spring training games left for the Texas Rangers before opening day at Toronto on Friday. Today they have the Padres. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time now for the dismount on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. What is the dismount? We have to say goodbye. Getting you ready for tonight's championship game. And the one thing I haven't really mentioned is the uh, the coaching matchup. I mean, this is... Uh, you would certainly, with the amount of years that he has and experience, I think you got to go with Bill Self in this one. Love the job Hubert has done. I mean, if you're going to go with experience and wisdom and all that, you would certainly go with Coach K over Hubert. And yet Hubert and the Tar Heels have taken down Duke twice now in the past month. And uh, so I don't know if it's as cut and dry as it would appear. I kind of think, though, in a one-game winner-take-all situation, I'm leaning towards self. And uh, also, if I'm going to have a competition on who can bring in the most Adidas money, I would go with self. <laughs> who, can, who can do the most illegal things? I would go with Bill Self. <laughs> But I would, um, I would, I would say that, um, boy, I'll tell you though, Aaron, if we look up on TV tonight, and the great MJ has entered the building, it's trouble. I, I do think when when Michael shows up, the his his airness, his, I mean, it, it, his majesty, it it changes the dynamic in a packed gymnasium, in a packed arena. And in, th in this case, this is a football stadium where there will be 70,000 
fans packed in there looking to see it. I wish they wouldn't play these things in these. They just, it, it, but it, it does look kind of cool on TV. Uh, Aaron, I, I got to say, when you see them like kind of stepping down, you know, the, the coach is up there. Coach K was up there on that bench, that little stool that he takes around with him. And, and then everybody else has to be down there below the floor. I think it was kind of similar, perhaps, at that uh, Indianapolis where the Bears won that thing. It'll be fun tonight. Going to be a lot of uh, porch activities. Uh, and, uh, you know, I don't know. Weather's looking a little iffy, but as long as you got a porch, you can turn on the TV, enjoy yourself. Congratulations to Mac Rhodes. 10-year extension for the Baylor Director of Athletics. Everybody have a great night, and we'll be here to react to all of it. We'll come to you tomorrow from Dallas Baptist University. Talk to you tomorrow. This is the Spectrum Big 12 Shootaround, a daily look inside Big 12 Conference basketball. Now, here's the voice of the Bears. Everybody, it's time for a check of Big 12 basketball today. Spectrum Big 12 Shootaround. Coming up, one Big 12 school plays for a national.